Yo, Michael Baker, you won the giveaway from last week. Congratulations, comic fam. Enjoy your hot comics list. Another week, another list of the comics defining this generation of collectors at the table with Gem from Gem Mint. I feel. What's up, Tom? I'm feeling good. We're both back from being out of town. We miss each other by a couple days, man, out in California. TorpedoCon was one of the best comic conventions I've ever been to. I had so much fun. Shout out to all the members who came out and said hi. But you were over there filming at SideshowCon, showing off a ton of amazing statues. How was that? It was incredible because SideshowCon is not a public event. It's really like a virtual con that they've been throwing ever since the beginning of 2020. So I was super honored to be able to be one of the only ones there filming and and creating content. Make sure to hit both subscribe buttons, comic fam. Also hit the like button. We do have a giveaway on deck and let's start them off at the list at number 10 like we do every week because we've been doing it for over a year straight. Let's chat about some Legion of Monsters. We're talking Marvel Premiere 28 and who wouldn't like a good monster mash? All four of these characters are super hot, except for maybe Man-Thing, but you got Morbius, Man-Thing, Werewolf by Night, their first team up in a superhero monster team. Sign me up. Man-Thing may not be the fan favorite, but he was featured in Ragnarok on that building on the Grand Master's Tower. Beta Ray, Bill, where you at? We do have an 8.5 selling for $333 in July, up 20% selling for $400. The 9.4 selling for $500 last week. I'll remind the community that Marvel Premiere 28 ranked at number three last week and prior week at number five. Well, the 9.4 isn't stopping with an increase of 43% selling for 716 this week. The 9.6 is up as well. In June, it sold for $1,028 and it's up 10%, now selling for 1130 Comic fam, keep up with this market. Keep up with us and download Key Collector Comics, the best comic app in existence. Utilize code TOM101 for a free two-week subscription and support the show. Get access to a wealth of comic knowledge, the information that we utilize to make these videos, as well as keeping track of your collectibles and average pricing. And at the list at number nine, we're talking Matt Murdock in yellow. We're talking about a double key. Daredevil 2 could be considered a double key because it's the second appearance of Daredevil, second appearance of Electro, but some might say it's a triple key as it's the first meeting of Matt Murdock and Fantastic Four as he's their lawyer. But wait, it could be a quadruple because it's also the second appearance of the yellow costume. Well, we see Matt Murdock in Spider-Man 3. Well, Peter Parker needs a lawyer, and the speculation is pointing in that direction, as well as multiple heroes from the past Netflix hit shows. Defenders are on high spec alert. We have Jessica Jones and Luke Cage, as well as Iron Fist. But will it be the same one? Regardless, this Silver Age comic book is shooting up in price with a 7.5 in December, hitting $650 to be outdone this week with an increase of 192% selling for $1,900 even. Some major gains on that 7.5, but the 9.2 not to be outdone. This book sold for $1,924 way back in 2002, and it's up 68%, now selling for $3,240. And for number eight on the list, that's a name I have not seen in a very long time. At the list at number eight, Star Wars Clone Wars number one, the Dave Filoni variant. The comic that was brought to press at a lonely print count of 1,000 to then be distributed to 100 comic book stores in stacks of 10. We're talking the first appearance of Ahsoka Tano. And wow, have we come a long way with some major record breakers set this very week. The 9.0 seeing $1,800 sales in December up 67% selling for $3,000. 
Then we have the 9.6. This book sold for $4,100 back in April, and it's up 34%, now selling for $5,500. Now, we've been waiting for the 9.8 for quite some time, Comic Fam, nearly three months. While the prior 9.8 record was set in May, that's right, for $9,000. And this week, we have a $12,500 sale, but that's not all because it was outdone. With a $16,000 sale, that's an increase of 78% in under three months. Now, we were talking about this book every single week back when Mandalorian Season 2 was airing. Everybody knew that Ahsoka Tano was going to make her debut, played by Rosario Dawson, and when she hit, this thing exploded. But let's take a look into the past, what this book has been through from 2008 until the present. So between 2008 and 2016, this book and a 9.8 averaged just $100. Crazy to think about, $100. And then in 2017, something interesting happened. Spec began to point in the direction of Ahsoka Tano. We even saw interest in Grand Admiral Thrawn that ended up taking off, leaving some buying potential to this day, even after the confirmation happened in Mandalorian Season 2. 2017 puts Clone Wars Issue 1, the Filoni variant, at an average sale of $370. It averaged to that through 2020, reaching a max of $500. But then, as Jem just mentioned, it took off. Yeah, 2020 started off with a high sale of $625 in January, but by December, it closed out with a $5,000 sale. And this was just one week after the Disney Investors Day when they confirmed Ahsoka Tano's standalone series on the streaming service. Then in 2021, the massive investment towards blue chip keys happened, and this book grew even more. $5,000 was one sale after, but then we had seven sales in 2021. Two sales that happened in April for $8,000. There were zero sales since May, as we just reported on, and then a recent sale of $12,500, landing us with an all-new high at sixteen dollars this week, and there is currently only one listed on eBay today for $18,000. From a $100 book to an almost $20,000 book, which may happen by the time her solo series comes out. At the list at number seven, we have a very prestigious, well-known comic book for not just G.I. Joe fans, but artists and writers across the board. We're talking G.I. Joe, a real American hero, issue 21, the silent issue. And this book has been a key since forever. The first appearance of Storm Shadow, like Tom mentioned, the silent issue with no text or dialogue, which really added a lot of depth and a whole different dynamic for this comic book series. Plus, we have G.I. Joe on the big screen and an animated series in the works. It's no wonder why this key's on fire. Between the years 1982 and 1986, Marvel decided to do a different type of pricing for their Canadian comic books because the value of Canadian dollars started separating from the U.S. warranting that difference. Well, that means that we have a handful of issues, specifically starting at issue two and lasting until issue 50, that are a fraction of the newsstand copies that receive a different pricing on the cover. So we have a 6.5 record for a Canadian price variant selling in 2007 for $66, now up 476% this week, selling for three. 380 because it's so damn scarce 
Yeah, that Canadian price variant is super scarce. There are only 49 total graded on the CGC census versus 1,536 of the regular edition. And speaking of the regular edition, that's tough to find in high grade as well. A CGC 5.5, which sold for $110 back in November, is up 82%, now selling for $200. Then we have the 8.0. This book sold for $375 back in June, and it's up a little 7%, but selling for $400. And then we're going to keep the Daredevil spec going with number six on the list. Daredevil 131, the first appearance of one of Daredevil's most villainous characters who never misses a hit. We're talking about the origin and first appearance of Bullseye. Everybody's pointing at Charlie Cox to reprise his role as Daredevil in Spider-Man No Way Home. If he does and we get Daredevil in the MCU, you know we got to have his villain. So the first appearance of Bullseye... 9.0 sold for $510 in July. It's up 1%, selling for $515. The 9.4, that sold for $800 in June, and it's up 6%, now selling for $900. And these are lower price hikes. However, they are maintaining steady gains since their prior sales. So these double sales matter, especially when you consider the inevitable price correction that's on its way. Look at this 9.6 going for 1260 in July up 43%. It's going to break $2,000. It sold for 1800 even. Moving on to number five on the list, we have a book that's on here, not because of movie or television show speculation, but because of a comic book event. We're talking X-Factor 6, the newsstand edition, the first appearance of Apocalypse. Now, we may not see Apocalypse on the screen very soon, but there's a lot of spec towards mutants, and he's a major villain for our heroes. So you have this layer of spec that adds a level of comfort, uh, conservative buy-in that's not too expensive, and peace of mind that he will be utilized again. And then this very week, we're finding out that he's going to be a villain featured in the upcoming Dark Ages Marvel event. Now we have price hikes, but we're talking about the newsstand. Yeah, the CGC 8.0 for the newsstand sold for $90 in July, and it's up 14%, now selling for $103. Bump it up one grade point to the 8.5, which sold for just $80 back in March, and it's up 39%, selling for $111. We can look on GPA to see how often this comic book comes up, or how seldom these sales come up. We have 26 reported newsstand sales on GPA in the last five years where we've had 521 sales of the direct market copy. A new 9.8 newsstand has sold this week. Prior record being set in April for $1,100 to be outdone with an increase of 27% selling for a new record of $1,400 this week. And at number four, we're talking independent 80s nostalgia we got primer number two the first appearance of grendel joining the 80s nostalgia bug which we've been speaking about since doing these videos tmnt yusagi ojimbo the crow bone we just talked about gi joe comic pops getting all hyped up seeing this comic this week i grew up with the dad wearing grendel shirts and reading matt wagner regularly a 7.0 selling a little bit less 612 dollars this week we had a sale that we reported on that was 667 back in june but i'll remind you about the 2020 sale that happened a year ago that went for a lonely 168 dollars we're still seeing an increase of 264 percent since that sale Then we got the CGC 9.0. This book sold for $735 back in May, and we got two record-breaking sales to report on. First, it sold for $750. Then, with a 5% increase since that $735 sale, we got a new record here at $775. 
Then we have two 9.2 sales, one getting an extra layer of inflation because the prior record was $962. One sold for $1,170. And then the other sold for $1,320. And that's an increase of 37%. However, this copy was actually owned by the lead singer of The Misfits. We're talking Glenn Danzig, a comic book lover, as well as a punk rocker who has a major comic collection and sold his first appearance of Grendel. He cashed in. Speaking of cashed in, number three on the list, we have the first appearance of Electro. We talked about his second appearance. Now we're talking about his first in Amazing Spider-Man number nine. We know Jamie Foxx has been hinting at possibly reprising his role as Electro. And as Jem has mentioned multiple times, everyone and their mom is going to be in this upcoming movie. Will we see Electro in the classic Silver Age costume like so many members are hoping? Well, the numbers are showing collectors are really wishing that to be true. 2.0 selling for $420 in November is up 121% this week, selling for $930. The 4.5, which sold for $2,000 in July, is up 2%, now selling for $2,040. Then we have the 8.0. Back in 2019, selling for $2,816. Selling for an increase of 92%. High-grade silver is on the mind of collectors. But with this spec applied, we're seeing a new sale of $5,400. Next on the list, proving that the WandaVision hype is still real and happening. We have Marvel Spotlight issue number three, another double key. Yeah, not only is it the second appearance of the werewolf by night, Jack Russell, but it's the first time that the Darkhold is ever mentioned. Wanda's got to get her kids back somehow. We got to get our young Avengers and we have some major price hikes this past week. We have a 7.0 selling for $75 in August 2020, up 81%, selling for $136 this week. The 7.5 is up 18%. The 8.0 sold for $150 last week and that's up 87%, selling for an all new record of 280. The CGC 9.6 sold for $500 in May, and that's up 53%, now selling for $765. Comic fam, support what we do. Hit the link in the description and join the mystery mail call, comictom101.com. Give us an excuse to send you comics every single month. And we have Betty Page issue number three, a homage cover to the classic Matt Baker, good girl cover, Phantom Lady issue 17, one per box variants going out at random. And let's take a look at the number one hottest book in the world. Hold on. Did you say that your exclusive this month is a Betty Page Curse of the Banshee 3? Absolutely, man. Dynamite's hooking it up. They're awesome over there. Hell yeah, they are, man. We have our exclusive variant for Betty Page Curse of the Banshee 1 live right now. Drawn by Jay Lee. You could buy the cover by itself or you could get it as part of a gem crate, a gem mint dynamite box that includes t-shirts, bookmarks, pins, coasters, and more. Hit the link in the description to back the campaign. Comic fam, link in the description to support both channels and let's chat about some Kang Kirby goodness. You know Kang had to be number one on the list for the second week in a row, the fourth consecutive week being on the hot 10 list with Avengers number eight. A CGC 1.0 which sold for $425 in June is up 9%, now selling for 464 the 2.5 sold for $850 in July. That's up 53%, selling for an all-new high of $1,300. We also have the 5.0 up 2%. The 5.5 up 4%. The 7.0 up 8%. And Jem hit him with the 7.5. 
This book sold for $2,250 back in May, and it's up 144% with an all-new high sale of $5,500. Coming back from TorpedoCon, I saw so many Avengers 8s on walls, and they were priced competitively. They weren't necessarily priced to sell, however. Collectors want this book, and the dealers know that this book is going to continue to take off. So if they're going to sell it, they're going to sell it at a price that they're happy with, which is going to be at a pretty expensive rate. Thanks for joining us today, comic fam. Like and subscribe. Comment down below. Get ready for the Dune movie. We have it issue number one from the Hit Boom Studios run, as well as the variant copy, both done by the very talented horror legend Ben Templesmith. And have a great week. And as always, geek responsibly and stay minty fresh. Enough said. Comic fam, we got two other videos for you to check out. We got the podcast. We got the trending video. Enjoy them. We made them for you. Keep up the hunt.